So so clearly the the point of this all was that Mojo Themes is the bacon, Themify is the, <laughs> is the dessert, but they both need to be microwaved to make something worth eating. That's right. I mean, that's what I got from this. Welcome to episode number 21 of the WP Candy WordPress podcast. I'm your co-host, Ryan Immel, uh, of the site. Oh, where's Brian? We totally oh. practiced this. <laughs> Sorry, I was laughing uh, at your, well, your co-host comment. I know, it was terrible. Say your stinking name. We're, I'm not editing this out. This is, My name is Brian Krogsgaard, your co-host of the site. I know, I, I butchered it. I butchered it. Uh, well, what's going on, Ryan? Oh, you know, I was just, I was all excited with the cool faded music <laughs> thing that it distracted me from my my words <laughs> and saying things that made sense. No, I'm I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. How how are you? I'm doing very well. Uh, it it you would not believe that we actually did talk about how we would do that intro. Oh, I know. It did not. Preparation went in. So much work. Way more work than normal. Um, and that's and that's the best we can we can do. Uh, anyhow, so you're on the road again, right? I am on the road again in uh, in the bluegrass in Kentucky. Fun, fun. What about yourself? I holding am, down the f- yeah home. Uh, I was in WordCamp Raleigh uh, about two weeks ago now, so that was fun. Um, so it's kind of nice being home after that. Even though it was fun, uh, I had a great time. Um, met some new people and uh, lots of smart people, and um, and Raleigh's nice too. It was, it was a lot warmer than what I'm used to, but uh, that's because I live in Fort Wayne, so <laughs> I I can't expect yeah. much warmth. It's got to be warm now, right? Oh yeah, way too warm. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> That's how it works. It's blisteringly cold, and then there's like a week or two of like, hey, this could, this could be kind of nice, and then just it's really hot, and then goes back to cold. Um, I, I should clip this for like the uh, um, you know tourism of the state of Indiana or something like that. I'm sure they would love that specifically. But um, uh, Indiana's a nice state. It's, it's I bet I spent some time there. It's good, it's good enough. Uh, so what have you been doing? Have you been doing anything interesting since our, our last show? Uh, anything interesting with WordPress? Been using it? Been I don't know. I, you blog something. <laughs> yeah. Well, not, not for like sure. WP Candy. Sure. I mean like on your personal blog, didn't you? Like I remember something going up. That I, yeah, that I liked. I, I did like it. Uh, tell me about that because I that was, I was um, what was it, what was that called? The, the ship, shipping code. Set up right? ship some code. I said something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I put that on my personal site, which was just kind of a a reminder that you know you're not always going to be perfect at all of these different things, PHP or AJAX or you know media queries or whatever you know different stuff. But you know sometimes you just need to ship code. That was just kind of a a personal reminder that you know if I'm working on something that it doesn't have to be 100% perfect before I just put it out there. But I, that took about 10 minutes. I really 
uh, I've obviously not been writing on WP Candy very much, except for you know things that I didn't want to put on WP Candy, uh, <laughs> which you you may remember, uh, and I'm sure some of our some of our listeners and, and some of our readers probably noticed in their RSS feeds uh, a stray image that was just a bad picture of the <laughs> uh, of the homepage, yeah. and it was called and that was totally my fault. Uh, so I apologize to everybody about that. <laughs> so, so you were, if I remember right, you were testing out the the iOS app, like the WordPress iOS app, but on a different site entirely. So it was kind of we got to deliver a bug report and everything, but. Just yeah, yeah. So I was trying to post something to our ideal blog as a test of the thing, and it didn't go to the ideal blog. It went to the main blog, which was great. So you know, eight thousand RSS feeds or whatnot got a hold of it. But oh, just so briefly. All is all is well. If I contribute, I might as well contribute badly. Exactly. Well, that's you know, as long as it works, uh, as long as it's functional, that's the that's our minimum requirement. Yeah. Uh, have you? Aside from that, uh, how close are you to actually shipping code then? Because that's what I was – once I read your post, I was like, oh, okay, so where's your code? What's your thing? <laughs> Getting close. Getting close on uh, a little personal project I've been working on. So it uh, shouldn't be – as long as there's no delays and as long as I keep not writing on WP Candy, it shouldn't be more than a couple of weeks. Well, excellent. I'm, uh, sure, you can, I'm sure you can accomplish that just fine. Yeah. Well, so what about yourself? What you been up to? Um, I had uh, sort of the last um, freelance project uh, that I don't think I mentioned this in the last show, even though that's kind of when it was starting. Um, uh, just wrapping up sort of the last couple rounds on what you know will hopefully be my last freelance project for a long time. This puts me on WP Candy full time, which is exciting. Um, uh And and also, what's what's wrong? No, I'm saying that's good. Oh, okay. I thought. I thought I thought I heard – whatever I heard, I thought it was like, oh, the stream's down or stuff's <laughs> blowing up somewhere. Um, I'll just stop. <laughs> that's what. That's all I need. Uh, so it's exciting, but it's it's also sort of like, okay, wow, so this thing, this, this whole blog and everything else better work. Uh, people better power it and make it happen. Otherwise, I'm totally screwed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's the new pitch. Mm-hmm. I need to get some new hey. banners Banners made up. Power the site. Yeah, power or- Ryan's screwed. Power the cider. I'm screwed. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Um, been that's uh, quite playing a, around that's with. Quite a step. Yeah, that's been fun. So, you know, working on that, which unfortunately does take away some time from uh, WP Candy, but that's also why it's the last one, so that it can uh, can grow even more than it has. Working on some new stuff for the site, which is exciting. Looking forward to announcing some of that, but um, you know, not nothing nothing else in that area to announce quite yet. Still some testing to do. Um. Yeah, I mean, should we jump? Oh, I uh, do want to uh, give uh, a big thank you to the folks at GetShopped.org. I think they're .org, but let me check so I give the right. Yeah, uh, at GetShop, that's the WordPress e-commerce uh, plugin. Those guys are powering this month and therefore this podcast. So uh, I want to thank them for their um, support and helping to make this possible. And... Yeah. So what, uh, on the topic of podcasts, because we were actually just talking about this right before we queued things up and, and got it rolling, um, and, I, and I wanted to mention this. I just so I listened to, or I started listening to a couple podcasts in the last week that I haven't for a long time, uh, and it's not really important with the you know content of them, um, 
you know, happens to be. But one of them I started listening to, and it was like an older, it was like, you know, something that would typically update once a week, something that we're notoriously bad at. Um, uh, getting, <laughs> getting better, getting better, but still notoriously bad at. Uh, and these guys, you know, these three guys would update pretty much once a week, but it had been a few weeks since their most recent one. So I was like, oh, something's up here. And what they had decided to do is actually stop their podcast uh, in exchange for putting together something maybe slightly more professional for their site that's growing and um, maybe making something that's more of a primary source rather than a really informal show, which is what their podcast always was. It was always, <clears throat> excuse me, basically just three guys talking about whatever they had experienced that week uh, in that particular mm -hmm. niche. And I was actually really bummed about it because you know, I, I, you know, I think we, or I, I at least see the value in something maybe of a slightly higher production value. That's sort of what the experiments with the WP Candy show, the, the, uh, video podcast are about, but like there's, I don't know. I think there's just some inherent value to having something sort of off the cuff, informal, like what we do here or what they were doing before. Um, so I guess sort of some affirmation that I, uh, uh, we may may feel differently when it's episode 200, but I don't really see any reason we should uh, have to cancel this at any point. I like it. It's not going anywhere. That's well, all. I, hope I just want to make sure time. I got that story out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the only time we ever talk. so uh, It really is, so we, uh, you which know, is good. It, I think that helps. If it got professional, then, you know, we'd just be – our relationship yeah. would be A done. Problem. How, so yeah. – uh, there's no real way to segue into this, but top of the news list is WordPress's eighth birthday. I considered like, oh, like how old are you? Oh, this is how old I am. Uh, <laughs> but that wouldn't have worked out. WordPress, as of last, was it Thursday, I think? The 27th? Uh, sounds about right. Yeah. End of last week was WordPress's eighth birthday. Um, it's been around since 2003. And um, how many 14. years? 14. 14? Four, what did you say? I'm sorry. 14 point releases. Is that right? Uh, it's been a lot. I don't know the exact number of releases. I'm pulling up the post about it right now. Um, 14 major, but I mean a, a lot more minor uh, since then. But yeah, May 27th, 2003 wasn't necessarily the birth of it, uh, of, of WordPress, but it was the first blog post announcing version 0 0.7. Um which is about uh, as as early a, a stable and fun release of WordPress as you can get without going into B2. Right. Um, how many of those years have you been using it now? Like what year did you really, maybe not get started in a big heavy way, but when did you, when do you first remember playing around with it? Um, I remember the version better than the year. It was probably 2007, 2008. Uh, not too long ago, really, compared to a lot of people. Probably 2008. I don't that know. Been, the that would have been 2.7? 2. 2. 2.7. 2. 2.7. I think I remember 2.8 because that was when there was a lot of widget stuff being introduced, if I remember right. And I don't know. Some interesting things happened in 2.8 that I very vaguely – I mean, I was so – it was such beginner content and everything. Sure. And even since then, I haven't been – a hundred percent committed. You know, I had like a, a year or so where I didn't do a whole lot other than just keep up a little bit. But I remember very early learning in around WordPress two point eight and some of those features that were coming along. So uh 
I would put it somewhere in that range, yeah, two, uh, 2008 with WordPress 2.8. How about you? Uh, I was a little bit earlier than that, and like you, it's it's a lot easier um, uh, to think about it in terms of what the dashboard looked like to what I remember logging in with. There's actually a good post that went up. Uh, do they have? Oh, they changed it up a little bit. I don't like that as much, but uh, a uh, frequent commenter on the site, uh, Christina put up a post over on Mashable where she writes pretty regularly. I'll drop this in the chat room so people can, can check it out because it's actually a lot easier to look at what the dashboards looked like in order to sort of match up when you sort of mm-hmm. started with WordPress. The earliest that I remember seeing was 2.0. Um, that's uh, which really was probably... Uh, now that I'm looking, it uh, probably could have it could have been further along 2.2 or 2.3, but it was really when I first started playing around with it was in that 05, 06 range. I didn't do anything real with it for another year or two, but that was when I first remember seeing it, um, which it's pretty different. For instance, actually, let me pull this over onto the uh, pull it over into the can. window. My hotel, my hotel. Uh, Wi-Fi probably wouldn't appreciate all those images. Yeah, and neither would our our stream connection uh, or our Skype connection yeah. would probably fail. Um, so we've yeah, got, I think the screenshot post was pretty interesting. We actually got a credit on that, didn't we? Yeah, I think so for doing the birthday thing. I Hat tip or something. Yeah, which is always cool and appreciated. Um, I actually have and I'm working on a sort of a dashboard video kind of version of this that kind of goes from one to the next that uh, is, is kind of fun. It's just another way of um, looking at sort of the the dashboards as they evolve um, over time. I think, which one is that? The one that's up now, 1.5, I think was one of the, um, I think one of the more interesting ones because it still has sort of the blue or the dark blue header look, but it still has all the white mm-hmm. from before. Um see so you came in with two approximately two seven. two points yeah 2.7 was okay, the so really big dashboard so did, redesign yeah so were you before that or you saw that happen i think i i think i came in as that was you know exciting or whatever gotcha so actually to talk about yeah that was a, that was I, a big I, shift that was a big change going from yeah the, that's because I remember it, it was it was basically it was almost yeah it was basically two big redesigns in a row. Um, so this was this was sort of in the very middle of when I was blogging at Theme Playground before way before WP Candy um, or not probably not before that site but before we sort of relaunched it the way that it is now. Uh, because I remember that I, I remember when this happened when it went from what is that two point three. And was redesigned 2. for 2.5, the sort of the skipped version. Um, it was redesigned by Happy Cog, um, which also did the WordPress logo at the time. They also did sort of uh, the whole UI. The the tall logo? Uh, no, no, it was the new one. That was when they um, made the. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's the same logo that it is now. Uh, it was Jason Santa Maria who who made that one uh, with Happy Cog back then. But then it was only like a version later. When the you know 2.7, another huge change happened, um, but seemed like a much more evolutionary rather than sort of cosmetic change. 
Uh, not to say one is better than the other, but I mean, you know, the one we have now has stuck around for as long as it has. So it's got to be. Yeah, something. I knew Happy Cog did one of them. Uh, which for anybody I guess that doesn't know, Happy Cog is run by Jeffrey Zeldman. That's like the web guru. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so two point did they do? I thought they did two point seven. So you're saying they did two point five? Uh, I'm not aware that they did. No, they did two point five. Two point seven. Uh, uh, maybe I, they didn't do two point seven. Yeah, two point seven. Um, I'm not sure of everybody that was involved, but I know this was about the time when I think Jane Jane Wells really started getting involved with the uh, UI of WordPress, and at the time worked with some. Uh, eye tracking and sort of usability testing people to, to sort of determine That's the right, right way to go with the dashboard. And they actually worked with some people out of Indiana. I think it was, might've been ball state maybe. Um, hmm. there was a crew there that they sort of worked in conjunction with a team in New York to kind of put the, the new, the new layout together, which, uh, is a pretty vast improvement. And then what's interesting and a few people have pointed this out. No, go ahead. Well, I'm scanning ahead here. June. Well, while you're finding that, yeah. what you don't know as a non-basketball fan is what Ball State is most known for is their awesome YouTube video of like the Ball State sportscaster guy that did the best, best ever basketball uh, sportscast. And if you just Google Ball State basketball sportscast or whatever, you'll find it. It is awesome. I'll, so I'll, while you I'll found that, every, yeah, make, make note of what Ball State is known for to the rest of the country. Nice. Um, so what I was scrolling ahead for was the, uh, the, not exactly, you know, all the way up to date, but the pretty much uh, current version of the 3.2, um, distraction free writing screen. And what's cool about it is to look at it, uh, which we've got videos and stuff up on the site, uh, showing that if anybody hasn't seen it, but looking at that right up alongside sort of the first version of WordPress, um, or the first couple uh, versions in the right screen and it's you know i mean it's not it's obviously a lot cleaner now and, and looks a lot better but as far as the cr the crucial elements you know what wordpress started with you know didn't have all the you know posting widgets and you know didn't have tax uh, tags and taxonomies at the time and i mean even custom fields and things like that weren't uh, weren't on the screen um so it's kind of it's kind of neat to see you know eight years later 14 major point releases later kind of coming back around to you know this sort of just right um philosophy yeah it's kind of funny you were scrolling through those and i actually kind of feel like we're getting back to the roots a little bit like you know we're the the blue and the gray admin screens are lighter now yeah <clears throat> for a while there 2.5 2.7 2.8 2 obviously until 3.0 i guess was when the the light gray came in and now it's even, we're even lighting up even more now kind of going back to the way it was in 1.3 1.5 is kind of interesting yeah it's it's and i and i wonder i mean i don't know enough and i'm i'm not a uh, you know designer first and foremost i don't consider myself that but um i i wonder how much of the color shifts are just sort of something that kind of happen as the years go by like it's always going to shift a little bit one direction or the other maybe not necessarily reaching a better interface necessarily but just sort of to see those changes happen to see sort of tweaks in in play because um i think the other uh, changes to the dashboard as far as how things function and uh where things sit are definitely 
evolutionary, but as far as, you know, color oh, yeah. or the other, I mean, from shifting from blue to like more, um, muted tones, I think was probably makes a lot of sense. But as far as different colors of gray, different shades, I mean, that seems relatively minor to the whole thing. But again, I probably sound really ignorant to people that actually know something about no, design. I, well, I wasn't trying. Yeah, I wasn't trying to dumb it down to say you know the the, the dashboard no better now than it was at one point five. I'm just saying right. as far as uh, it's it's much better, much cleaner, and uh, probably much more user friendly. But uh, as far as the basic look of it, if I look at one point five and look at three point two, I would probably kind of be like, huh, you know, it looks pretty yeah. similar, cleaner, but. You know, not yeah, too at dissimilar. The, at least the the distraction free writing screen. Uh, yeah, I think it's like anything. I mean, fashions kind of yeah. come and go. Mm-hmm. Actually, I remember reading something not too long ago. I'm going off topic again. Uh, That's okay. Was talking about how the Japanese kind of lead a lot of that stuff, like in print design and stuff. Hmm. Okay. Uh, it was showing how ten and twenty years ago they were doing things that really we're just getting into with kind of the retro look and some stuff. Anyway, I thought it was interesting. So yeah, we're never as good as the Japanese. Uh, I also, well, never, of course. Uh, I also think it's worth the, the, the first sort of release notes for WordPress, um, texturize, uh, which is what formats things like curly quotes and dashes. Uh, that was one of the features, uh, links, um, sort of the blog roll system, which I think is kind of funny because we still have a system, you know, not obviously not exactly like that, but we still have a pretty outdated link system uh, for, for you know, for what it's worth, at least. Uh, the blog roll thing? Yeah, yeah, I, the, the link manager. Um, isn't it a custom post type? It, it, it may it may be, but it doesn't function um, or doesn't operate that way, or the or the way that sort of post types normally do within the dashboard. I kind of think. Yeah. I mean, my guess would be that they're not running on it, but I, I'm actually not sure. Uh, XHTML 1.1 was in the feature there you list. Go. Um, highly intelligent line breaks, which I actually didn't break down um, in our birthday post, but. I'm guessing that, which is funny to see because I don't know how many times I've heard people complain about, you know, the, the how the highly intelligent um, formatting within the WYSIWYG editor just frustrates them um, for different reasons. But that was in there since mm-hmm. 0.7 or something like that. Uh, the new admin interface, which we looked at a second ago. Manual excerpts, so that was the... The more tag. Mm-hmm. And uh, default templates, which... I actually don't even think at that point the full sort of theming system was in place. I think that came later. I think at that point it was just, you know, a couple t- – it definitely wasn't as vast as it is now, but uh, right. it's pretty dang early. So kind of cool. Um, it's – you know, we were – we've talked about it before that things like this, you know, WordPress is a perfect example, but anything, you know, Facebook, you know, is sort of the most universally known. But Facebook, WordPress, Twitter – you know, blogging itself is so young that, you know, I want to say, hey, here's to the next eight years. But I can, honestly can't even imagine what that'll be like, uh, specifically for WordPress, because of how much things have changed so far and how and how fast it moves and how fast. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about 3.2. We're in beta two already. And I feel like 3.1, we haven't even had enough time to play with it. You know, really, some of the questions I think everybody had with 3.1 really haven't been answered. And 
And then when 3.1 came out, that was a long release cycle between 3.0 and 3.1. And, mm-hmm. you know, all the time we're seeing new stuff that's being done with custom post types, which just came out in 3.0. So it's right. it's like, you know, we keep pulling out new stuff, but even some of these features still take a while to really come into their own and, and sure. for the community, have time for the community to decide, hey, how's this going to be used? Well, and I think I think, you know, this release is... This release won't have any, I don't think, features to add. I think it's mostly just a speed and sort of design uh, or UI touch-up. So it shouldn't be anything new that people have to grapple with. But this, I think this could be, and I don't want to jinx it, but this could be the first year that we see three major releases for WordPress. Because um, 3.1 was that March? Mm. Or was it earlier than that? <laughs> <laughs> Let me check. I don't know. Uh WordPress 3.1 release. Uh, That's a good point. I didn't think about that. And that was after they said they were going to slow it down to two releases per year. But really? I think I thought I thought the I thought the goal was always to hit about three a year. I don't know. I remember a post Matt did where they because 3.0 was one right, mm-hmm. one in the whole year, and they I remember a post. Shortly thereafter, I thought where it was like we want to get back on track to two releases per year, but I, I, I could be wrong. Yeah, uh, but three point one was uh, dropped in February, February twenty third. I was a little bit off the mark, um, which is the perfect sort of release point to try to hit two more in the rest of the year. I think we have a real good shot at seeing. Uh, well, I, I won't say a real good shot. But I think we have a decent shot of seeing uh, even 3.3 before the A shot. A shot. There's a chance. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It just depends on into that. Right. But not only three releases, but and in 3.2, as far as what comes packaged with WordPress, it's going to be pretty uh, basic. I think everybody's going to probably welcome that. Just some speed improvements and performance improvements and mm-hmm. a lot of bug fixes and whatnot. But, you know, we are still probably going to get something pretty relevant and pretty big, and that's uh, probably going to be BB Press. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember mm-hmm. uh, John James Jacoby, Jacoby said something about Jacoby. I'm sorry. Yeah, I've been said corrected before. He was hoping that it would drop the same. Yeah. <laughs> They said he was hoping that it would drop the same time as 3.2. So if that happens, then it's still a pretty big deal as far as you know stuff hitting the street. Yeah, absolutely. We have uh, – I think it's uh, – BB Press is into beta 2 now, um, which you know, for those that um, maybe aren't comfortable or, or aren't maybe used to speaking in, in sort of these release terms, the way that WordPress uh, operates in a lot of um, – you know, a lot of software projects do, but I mean, the way that WordPress operates is there's a re- couple release candidates initially, you know, RC1, RC2, uh, and then from that they move on to, to betas. And, uh, you know, the number of betas just depend on how things go and how things operate. And then from that they, or no, it's the other way around. Am I, am I doing it? Right? Yeah, I'm doing it wrong. It's betas first and then release candidates after that. Um, and in a similar form, right. BB Press is doing that. And they've entered beta two uh, just last week, um, after only a week in beta one. So they're yeah, like you said, John's on track or wants to be on track to have BB Press sort of final the plugin out along with three point two, which I've been playing around with it. Um, 
uh, for this site that I run about WordPress. I don't know. You might have heard of it. Um, but I've been working on... <laughs> what is it? What? <laughs> Uh, no, I've been working on working with BB Press to add a form w- to WP Candy, um, which I think it's it's very oh. much in need of. Uh, I think we've we've wanted one on there for a while, uh, and it's it's solid. You know, I, I have a lot of fun working with it. I'm still working through some you know of my own issues with it. Um, you know, mostly caused by me and how I want things to to function. But uh, shouldn't be long before we have a, a forum that people can go and. Um, troll on WP Candy, which is always the goal. <laughs> That's where we want to go, right? Yeah, we need to we need to get some trolls. Yeah, we do. We do. We don't have nearly enough. Uh, but BB Press. You talking about which fun. site you're going to put it on? I thought you were talking about WP Chocolate or WP, WP Chocolate Strawberries. See, these are domains <laughs> that we should track down. <laughs> these are these are high value. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, WP, WP Stro- Space Candy is what we need. Yeah, Space Candy or. Uh, Sugarland. Sugarland. Uh, so yeah, so BB Press is on the way. Uh, BB Press is probably. I mean, I should have go. You know, I should have used that in my. What have you been doing with WordPress? Because you know, since uh, since the launch of Pros, that's probably been top of my plate as far as the next thing getting added to WP Candy. Um, you know, I really want to get that out there and and really just see. I mean, I actually don't have any particular. Um, I guess plans or even hopes for the forum it's just you know with the number of you know 100 or 200 comment threads that we've had or posts that we've had on the site you know people obviously want to talk (laughs) maybe they would maybe they would yeah they got something to say yeah it's a good thing it's a good thing this is a community site so we don't have to rely on you for forum topics because branson in the chat uh, gave us a great idea for what the first thread should be, which is obviously, uh, should I use Drupal or Joomla? <laughs> Honestly, if I had to guess, the first threads in the forum will be uh, plenty of posts uh, detailing how the forum is and how I've implemented is broken. <laughs> That'll probably be the bulk of it. Um, that's just my guess. <laughs> like, hey, this yeah, doesn't well. work. What do I do? Um, yeah, some some firsts. What else has been going on? There's uh, there's one story that I while we're talking about uh, other um, content management systems, one of my favorite stories from this last week or since the last podcast was uh, WordPress winning the open source web app award from the Critters, uh, which is the new Critters. this year. Um, and if you haven't heard of it, you know uh, it's because it's completely brand new <laughs> but it's the first annual first annual yeah i don't want to get into that conversation again because uh, i've been I, I i've i've been shown that it you know could go one way or the other depending on where you want to plant your justification so whatever um but the did i have it linked i think i do uh the critters are a microsoft um comp, competition awards I don't think it's directly Microsoft. It's Ubelly, right? It's Ubelly, which is a um, big, basically Microsoft. It's maintained (laughs) by members of the developer and platform evangelism team at Microsoft UK. So, sorry, it's basically. I mean, you know, one plus one equals two. I mean, by extension, that's that's what uh, that's what runs it. But it was their first one. They just wanted to kind of have some fun, invite a bunch of people out, and um, they had sort of a judges panel and things, so it wasn't. it wasn't it wasn't entirely um 
their choice. I mean, they had a, which actually, I don't have the the list of judges, but let's just say they were legit. Um, the good judges, solid judges. Well, John O'Nolan from You're the uh, event, WordPress right? WordPress UI team was on there, um, which I'm sure his his vote was completely unbiased. Uh, but what what I what I laugh <laughs> at is that the open source web app of the year category was between WordPress, Drupal, and Diaspora. So what is I'm Diaspora? Like, have I ever given you my <laughs> Diaspora spiel before? Have you not heard this? Cause if I not, did not know there was such treat. thing as a Diaspora spiel. <laughs> I have one. I'm, I'm, ready, I'm ready for my treat. Yeah. I'll okay. sit and shake so, and lie down. Yeah. Uh, Rouse in the, Justin Rouse in the chat, he's heard it. Okay, so Diaspora, you, I don't know if you remember. This is probably a year ago. I think it was it was right, it was last summer before the blog relaunched. Otherwise, I probably would have put up an editorial about it. Uh, it's like four, we weren't doing podcast. Yeah, no, uh, it was four we guys, uh, college students, put up a Kickstarter project, and they basically said, "Hey, we want to make sort of a Facebook alternative, an open source social platform that anybody can run, sort of their own system." And, uh, you know, calling it diaspora and we need, you know, I think they said like $50,000 and it became big news because people gave them, I don't know the exact number, but it was like well over a hundred thousand dollars. Like they had way more than their sort of Kickstarter quota for doing their project. Um, so that was about a year ago. Uh, and I sort of, I have my issues with it in terms of, you know, how startups should happen. Um, and you know, when you should be rewarded for making something because they hadn't, they basically had an idea, but they hadn't made anything yet, which I sort of, you know, go back to the shipping code idea, kind of something inside my head, you know, the, the record scratches when, when that happens uh, or when that, you know, when code isn't being shipped. Uh, as of now, they have a private invite list um, where people can be invited to set up their own diaspora server and yeah so it's not tech it's, it's still an alpha um it's still an alpha but it was going to be the open source web app of the year it just seemed like kind of <clears throat> silly to be included in the list but it, i mainly chuckled because of my past sort of frustrations with how they how they started and how they have, have operated since then because um i don't know i think how it, long I think ago was that of, that was it was last you summer. Said a year ago yeah, it was it was easily it was probably mid last summer maybe. Um, I guess I just I you know the idea of hey we have this great idea give us a bunch of money so we can make it it's like wait that's not how this stuff works like if you have a great idea go make it and then people will use it and they'll you know um, I'm just not a big fan of of putting that much value behind a simple idea plus if these guys are really about open source social networking stuff like why not jo- why wouldn't they want to join another open source social platform <laughs> why start why fragment why start another project uh, see i wouldn't even get to all those different thoughts i just if they're gonna do something they should at least not have such a terrible name for it Di- diaspora is a rough name it's it's that's a terrible <laughs> name <laughs> it's it's a rough it's terrible name. I could, yeah i could spend three minutes and come up with something better yeah probably probably St- strawberry blog <laughs> strawberries uh, coffee table. Um, just, just spell it weird and give it a, yeah, a well, non dot com domain extension, and there you go. Right, mm-hmm. that's every startup. Yeah. So they were. I think they were. I think it was kind of 
uh, silly that they were stacked up against uh, Drupal and, and WordPress and the open source web app, um, particularly because it's not like publicly, it's not like 100% out. It's still an alpha, like invite only. Uh, so that was, I thought that was a little bit misplaced, but, um, you know, cool to see WordPress win. And, and I think their uh, their trophy is is pretty badass, the, the critters. Um, little creepy gooey guy. Yeah, I'll put him up on the stream so we can see. That, that's a pretty cool trophy. But my question is, okay, so WordPress one, does this mean that like everybody gets like all the WordPress contributors each get a day with it? <laughs> like, how does that work? Yeah, it's like, is that how the Stanley Cup works? Yeah, they just send it around, right? Yeah, they just send well, it from city to city. There, everybody gets to to live with it for a while. Huh. Yeah, but we'd have to share it with like twenty million other people. Yeah, there's there, well, or thirty. Or something. I well, forget if you, you want to go WordPress users, I suppose. But even if you stuck to just you know contributors to the code base, you've got probably a couple. Oh, I see how it is. Well, I mean, <laughs> depends how you want to look at it. I mean, somebody running a, a hosted WordPress blog, do they get to hold the trophy? I don't know how that works. I, I, will, I won't be the judge of that. Uh, but what I'm saying is, we need to make 30 million replicas of this trophy. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, so somebody should get on that. Uh, right now except i just noticed that I the heard critters... yeah exactly we'll uh, we'll get right on that no problem um actually that's that's something we need to talk about. we need to brainstorm soon on uh, how we want to do our wp candy awards this year that that needs to that needs to happen um i, just I thought noticed... that was a secret we don't have any secrets anymore that's not what we do no no secrets at all <laughs> oh I just open noticed that this, this critter's logo has a bow tie on the critter, but there's no bow tie on the trophy. That's a sham. That's that's no good. They need to send the trophy back. So totally trophy, naked. Trophy's broken. It's not the same. It's not the same at all. What what good critter doesn't have a bow tie on? That's what I think. I mean, I, I'm uh, back onto, and this is probably the last of the sort of serious topics, or somewhat serious, somewhat relevant, I think. <laughs> We've been serious so far? <laughs> no, 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 probably not at all. But the one that I'm, I'm excited, because we're, we're, you kind of mentioned it earlier, we are kind of trying this thing where, hey, let's not talk about like news and stuff that happens until the podcast, so we actually have some stuff to talk about without faking it. Um, <laughs> you know, as, as, as an idea. Uh, so this Mojo themes slash Themify story. Did you read this? Did you did you look at it? Yeah, I did. Uh, so basically, Mojo themes uh, is using the Themify framework, right? Yes. They're, or they they are promoting and, it to their buyers and sellers as like this is what you guys should use. Yeah. Well, they're still, if I remember right, they're still allowing. You know, people to use other frameworks, obviously. Yes. Uh, okay. So, but yeah. So the, they're the, they've the got an official the, partnership theme of yeah. It's like the Mojo framework, um, or the the Themeify yeah. framework. They're sort of one and the same uh, now, and the whole idea is to give those on the site who are making and selling themes who maybe don't have a base to start with to give them something to use. Um, but not to necessarily say that this is what you are stacked up against or this is what you have to use. They're still allowing people to to kind of do their own thing if they want. Um, but it's just they're, they're just sort of pr providing a tool uh, that, as far as I know, won't cost the sellers anything to use, um, which is which is pretty cool. So what, yeah, what, what do you think neat. about this? I mean, this if I, I remember right, they already set up one of them. 
Yes, there is. Uh, I think the Mojo team uh, actually like bought the rights to um, like a theme that was being sold and then rebuilt it on on the theme of Five Framework and, and are making it to kind of show like here's how you can use it. Uh, but I feel like we've been talking a lot in the past month or so about marketplaces. So this kind of, this one kind of when I was scrolling through the things we could talk about seems somewhat interesting because um, I know this sort of con this sort of concept has been brought up before on other uh, marketplaces like theme forest um, in terms of, uh, and even actually kind of a little bit, uh, this sort of idea was introduced with theme garden um, with Jason Schuler's project, because you can sort through themes based on the framework that they're built off of like child themes um, mm -hmm. uh, of like, you know, Genesis or hybrid or whatever else. Uh, but this is, you know, far and beyond either oh, of those, uh, either of what other marketplaces have done in that they're actually adopting sort of an official, this is what you should build with um, platform. I mean, do you think, yeah, I don't know what you think. What do you think about it? I think it could work. Uh, I'd be interested to see exactly what the Themify framework looks like. I mean, mm -hmm. I know there's only so much you can put in a blog post. I mean, I'd have to dig into the code to see what all the Themify framework does, but... Mm -hmm. A lot of what I saw kind of looked like an options panel, yeah. As much as a framework, like, uh, and I know there's a lot of debate around what makes a framework and everything. But mm -hmm. you know, when I picture a framework, I think more of what Hybrid Core or WP Framework or something like that is, versus a options theme like mm -hmm. Thesis or Headway or what it looks like to me, at least on the surface, what Themify is, uh, and from that standpoint, I don't know that it's something new as much as something they're doing something that's elsewhere and kind of rebranding it a little. Uh, because if that's the case, if it's more of a options framework than a uh, you know than like a base like library folder or whatever, then you know ThemeForest has an options framework that they've been allowing get, or encouraging their authors to use for some time. And that's mm -hmm. what most theme forest authors will publish their themes with these basic, you know, options that are built into the theme and are provided to them by theme forest. Right. Uh, so that's kind of what it seemed like to me, but it does seem like a good idea. And Themify is, you know, a well uh, respected company as far as I know. And, mm -hmm. you know, so it's a nice base rather than saying, here's the Mojo framework. You know, it's nice to put a brand name behind what you're offering to your customers. Yeah. I mean, I, th I think that definitely in terms of using something that's available in terms of a framework, um, you know, not to nitpick, I mean, what exactly is or not, because frankly, I mean, I've never used Themify, um, uh, their framework beyond sort of the basics of kind of, you know, seeing what it looks like, you know, uh, which is about as much as I can say for all the frameworks. There's like 30 or 40 of them at this point. There's, you know, far too many to have experience with all of them. You know, that's just crazy. Right. Um, but, yeah, partnering up with someone who already has an established framework or something, you know, some of a, a name that's out there rather than building, like you said, a mojo framework framework um, is smart because, I mean, honestly, the situation is getting ridiculous. Like I said, there are 30, 40. There are probably way more <laughs> than that at this point. Like there are a crazy number of, you know, themes calling themselves frameworks that are out there. Um yeah, I think that's that's the real thing. Themes calling themselves frameworks. Well, and uh, I think even more than that, because I mean, 
well, I think the deep, I think the deeper issue is not so much themes calling themselves frameworks, but frameworks, WordPress theme frameworks being turned into like a marketed product. Um, and what the, I mean by the that, new premium. Yeah, it's like well, I mean because it's because it's something that uh, some of these theme businesses are built on. You know, the idea of you know this is the theme framework to build your sites off of. Um, because it's become this sort of product, it's now open to all this marketing and all of this sensationalism and all this stuff that you know is, is frankly pretty tiresome. At least I find it that way. Um, Maybe just yeah, because I look it, at it all a lot. But, I mean, you know, it, I guess the question is should – and I know I have my opinions about this, but um, the question is should something which is primarily meant for development, you know, framework, uh, um, whatever you want to call it, sort of your base code, should something like that be a product in the sense that it's being sort of uh, bought and sold? I mean, I, I, I see in the chat room uh, – Tadlock's in there, which actually I should just direct some of these questions at him. But I do also I, – I agree with him that I like the word platform rather than framework. But I think I like that only because it's been so marketed that I hear framework so much that I just want something – I want a different idea almost because I feel like it's almost been tainted by, by so much um, – uh, not that I have a problem with anybody selling anything, but I guess – in an idealistic sense, which is where I like to live, <laughs> in an ideal world, <laughs> which is you know silly, I guess, but um, uh, WordPress is a platform, but it's also community-driven, and I can get it for free, which isn't the most important thing. But in terms of what is the platform of you know millions of sites, I think it does become somewhat important, um, and shouldn't. A, a true framework or a true platform be able to be community driven and not kind of locked behind a paywall and, and all those different, I mean, does that make sense or am I just babbling at this point? No, I, I hear everything you're saying in the end though, I really don't think it matters what we think a framework is. Uh, in the end, you've got people that are out there, whether they're getting it for free or paying for it, they're consuming themes and frameworks and base themes and platforms and they just need to understand what they've got. Uh, so how do you use it or how do you alter it? How do you build upon it? And I think it'd be nice to be able to define better what some of those things are because I really do think there's different sorts of things out there. There's options frameworks where basically you're just adjusting what you can change in the theme and there's uh, these platforms where you could essentially use it almost as just a drop in, almost like a plugin, where you just, but, but more than that, but you know, mm -hmm. you'd basically just drop it into your theme and it works. Yeah. Uh, and then there's base themes where, you know, it's one theme and it's got all these bells and whistles and a lot of things that really stretch the limits of what WordPress does all by itself. And there's those kind of different categories of framework and, I think it's going to stay that way where there's different ways that someone can edit and change their theme or build on their theme because there's different types of people. Sure. You know, somebody somebody wants to develop a headway theme and somebody else wants to develop a hybrid theme or whatever or a studio press theme and those all are a little bit different, but I do think it will go from this 30 or 40 different ones and uh I, I think if it's done properly, 
it could really get narrowed down to uh, a handful or you know a dozen of them or however many that kind of become standard for this or that type of uh, adjustments in a theme or, or development for a theme. Mm-hmm. And if you remember a comment on the site, uh, is it Donat D- Donacha Doncha Donica? Donica. <laughs> oh gosh, I'm sorry. So you sh- you Donica, be ashamed of yourself. Donica, yeah. he r- he runs worse. A very thorough commenter. Every time he comments, he's like mm-hmm. uh, he the opposite of trolling comments. Yeah. But yeah. any anyway, so he made a comment on a post about the Studio Press redesign, I think, and was basically like. You know, Studio Press should have made a market for Studio Press child teams a long time ago. I really think they dropped the ball back when they could have killed all this competition because a lot of these frameworks or whatever you they are have popped up over the last year. And then Brian Gardner did this really interesting response response to that. It was like, I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> you know. Right. So, you know, maybe that's going to happen. Maybe there's going to be some pressure put on by the market, by some of the people that sell this stuff or have massive, uh, you know, portions of it. And uh, and there will be some more defined standards that come out of it. So what you're saying is we need a rumor category on the site to, to sort of yes. propagate these ideas. Um, yes, we need a hey, – we totally so we need to propagate rumors. This is going to happen. Uh, I – I, I like I like what what Themify and Mojo have done um, because I think it's it's better than other things. But I'm not sure that just in terms of software growth, uh, I'm not sure that anything is going to become a standard or pick up momentum by sort of seeing adoption from more like marketplaces or more theme shops or whatever else. I don't think that them unifying is necessarily what it means. And I, and I only say that because, you know, I, I guess well, I base most of my assumptions off of how WordPress has grown and how many of these themes are building up a sort of like a community that's around like, uh, um, you know, a, a versioning system that's around GitHub or, or SVN or something like that. I mean, how many have communities that are working on it actively uh, versus, you know, maybe a couple eyes on it as like, you know the the paid developers who are who are improving it. I mean, when I look at what seems to explode and grow, it seems like the WordPress path is maybe a more reliable way to go. Versus, hey, we just need market acceptance. It's like, well, yes, I mean that will do some stuff. But if we're trying to maybe model ourselves off of what has made WordPress work so well for the past eight years, then maybe following some of those principles might be useful. I mean, it, you know, in a sense, is making theme frameworks a marketable product in the end limiting their growth potential? I, I um, kind of think it might. I don't know. I don't <laughs> and this know. is I mean, why I, I think... need to make a full editorial about this because I, I'm not even sure of explaining my, my thoughts on this very well. But Yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I do think that for instance, I mean, the more people that use something are gonna is gonna help standardize something. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, use does mean just, something. Absolutely. I mean, you used the you used the uh, the example of how WordPress has done it. Well, I would argue that the way WordPress has done a lot of things, take the distraction free writing for example, mm-hmm. 
they they say, hey, this is a cool feature, and it's probably already in a plug-in. They find the one that's the most popular, the most highly rated, the most in circulation, and they say, let's base it off of this. Mm-hmm. So if certain frameworks are the most used, the most highly rated, or you know, and everything else, and say the theme of framework develops this core, you know, base within the Mojo marketplace. And, you know, it could be like, hey, well, as far as, you know, this style of framework, this needs to be the standard or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe thematic or hybrid or WP framework or sandbox needs to be the standard for this other type of framework. You know what I'm saying? I, I do. Um, and, and I and I agree. I think the, the where uh, where I don't necessarily differ, but what I would augment that with is that. WordPress is a platform because things like plugins are made for it and they're able to be made on top of it because of its prevalence, which I think is in part due to how many people are able to contribute it. That you can contribute freely, you know, and that, uh, um, that obviously, you know, a lot of people use it and, and that obviously adds to it too. But I think sort of, a um, something, a, a telling factor in terms of whether something is a platform or not is, okay, are there things being made for it? You know what I mean? Is there enough? Of, is there? Yeah. Is, is it strong enough that a community can build things around it? And I think that you know some of this product-driven mentality around theme frameworks, I think, might kind of stifle that. Or at least, I mean, you have to. I mean, come on. If something's free, but just as I mean, if something's free, more people will use it than if it's paid. That's right. I mean, obviously. Um, and so, and on top of that, if it's paid, then there's necessarily a smaller group that is controlling where it goes and and what it can do in its development well i think if you're if you're kind of locking in if you're kind of walling in who can grow that then there is sort of a a ticking time or a ticking clock on how long that's going to live you know i mean there are plenty of, of developers with wordpress that have come and gone uh since its inception that were had large roles at one point and then stepped back uh I mean, obviously, people are getting paid to work on these things. That's going to help. But at some point or another, they're going to move on. Everybody, everybody, you know, I mean, if nothing else, everybody dies. So, <laughs> right? I mean, that's going a little bit uh, maybe intense with it. But, I mean, everybody is going to get another job. They're going to want to move on. They might get, you know, well, you know, promoted or they quit or whatever else. And so you have to, at that point, you have to fill those shoes with a new person that wants to be paid. And I think that is an unnecessarily uh, an unnecessary restriction on how software can grow, right? I mean, if you have so a community you, around it, then you don't have to necessarily worry about that. There, there are other people out there. And if it's good, people will maintain it, which is sort of, I think, a, sort of a WordPress philosophy. Yeah, I mean, the question is who's going to pick up the ball, but I don't know. Kind of what it seems like you're saying is I, I don't know what we're exactly having a debate about. I mean, it's, <laughs> okay. it's, it sounds like are we having a, <laughs> maybe I, we're having a debate about whether a framework belongs in a theme or not. No, no, no. Uh, my, and, my, and, what, I, what I'm trying to say is that frameworks should not be products. That themes yeah, yeah, should well, that's be products, what I'm but development tools as products, I think, uh, you know, puts a puts sort of a, um, you know, there. Like I said, there's a there's a ticking clock that there's a there's a lifespan on that development yeah, tool well, as that's, product. That's what I'm saying. Okay, uh, so we yeah, agree. We say, We're not really debating. We're just framework and theme. I, I, that's basically why I mean it. You know, because no, I, if, I think if, this, I think themes as designs 
are perfect products because that's how people want to use those. They say, hey, I want a new, I want a new look. I'm going to go buy that. But, but maybe you're belittling the developer, the per, you know, cause it's easily, easy to argue, Hey, I can go, you know, toss out a style sheet after a, you know, a Photoshop mock-up and there you go. But the person that put a hundred hours or a thousand hours into this framework, you know, sure. Hey, your crap should be free. <laughs> you know, well, you. I, I think I think maybe maybe a different model is is um, would be important with that. And I mean, it, it, see, like uh, there are, there are a handful of um, uh, WordPress developers that have been with it for a long time and are pretty well known in the community. And those that aren't sort of already hired and spend part of their time working on WordPress are able to, you know. Uh, in a monetary way, profit from their work with WordPress because they can say, "Hey, uh, I'm a you know core developer, I'm a contributor, or something like that," and they can automatically increase their prices for whatever they're looking to do, you know, with WordPress. Yeah, I well, think hire me for this because I made this. Exactly. So you don't make you don't make money off of your product, off but you get hired directly. because so your think, product is so widespread. Yeah, I mean, and I think there are some provable models with with frameworks uh, and and the development of those kinds of uh, code bases and communities that could be exercised you know whether it's a pay for support model you know I think that's you know a pretty tried and true method you know say hey here yeah use it but if you want you know maybe some dedicated time solving your problem you know that's what that's what you can uh, can pay for and in doing that you also enable other people to do that and which I think builds out sort of that necessary community to keep your software going you know because if somebody else wants to be uh, a supporter of, of theme framework X then they're gonna have a support shop for that you know it doesn't lock that down in yeah. one place and there's uh, well yeah I mean there's different types of buyers too I know mm -hmm. we've got Justin in the, in the chat room I'd love to know if he has an estimation of how many users there are of hybrid not how many paid there are but how many users there are because compare that to say you know, one of the paid ones like, uh, like Genesis or for mm -hmm. Studio Press, you know, we know they've got 30 or 40,000 paid customers or something like that. Right. Uh, so if you compare the two, cause I just think there's also, there's two different, there's different types of buyers. There's some people that they want everything as free and cheap as possible and they will not pay or fork over a dollar until they realize they have to. Mm -hmm. So, you know, then they'll, right. they'll begrudgingly give somebody 25 bucks for a year's worth of support. Mm -hmm. Uh, versus other people that they may look at something for free and be like, well, I don't know if that's going to be any good. Let me pay for this one that's $250 a year plus whatever else, you know, and, and they'll go, say, for Woo Themes, which, you know, and that those type of customers, then they're more ready and willing to pay versus somebody that started with a freemium type of product. Maybe they're not the type that want to fork over money. So I just think there's different different type of customers for different type of uh, frameworks and stuff, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, and, and I would agree with that. I think, and maybe you would agree with this too, that the frameworks, um, the, I think the one, I think the frameworks uh, that are primarily sold as products and marketed that way, you know, whether it's part of the premier sort of, you know, theme lineup or something else, I think are sort of targeted at not necessarily um, the 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 most advanced developers, but at the sort of up and comers, 
I mean, would you agree with that? Do you think that's a fair statement, or do you think that that's not true? I mean, I think yeah, you know. What well, I mean? yeah, somebody that wants to, they, they might be a, a very good developer, but they basically sure. want to pump out a site. I mean, right. I mean, if but if you look at like just, and I guess I'm basing this off the way that I see them marketed, it tends to be. Um, Uh, it tends to be marketed as you know easy, quick, you know doesn't require a lot of work, um, which is fine. But that's going to appeal most, or that seems like it would appeal most to sort of the the more on the the inter- beginning to intermediate side of developers. A kind of a do-it-yourselfer that's willing to get their hands somewhat dirty sure. and also willing to pay. Like that's mm-hmm. that's exactly how I would label headway or thesis for instance. Mm-hmm. Somebody that they basically have a theme and they're going to snap, you know, slap some paint on it with right. some pretty controls and they're going to go from there. And you can go deeper but you can also spit out a pretty nice site or or i themes, you know, with builder yeah. uh, something like that. And then you have a different I think you have a different level th- than where you stay you you know you start with Genesis or you start with WooThemes Canvas and you kind of you've got something but you really before it's really something you need to go somewhere or you start with you know a parent a, any parent theme basically where somebody's got some sort of foundation parent theme right. and you build a child theme and you customize that I would put those in their own category and then you have like the real core development where you don't want to spend the time with, you know, throwing together all these different templates and different functions to handle common functionality or whatever, and that's where you're you're what personally I would call a true framework or a platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where those come in. That's where you've got your hybrid core, your WP framework, and you know maybe a couple uh, others that are Carrington similar to that. Probably be in that Carring- Carrington build, yeah, yeah, I. Uh, I'm not 100% sure what all my thoughts are on this yet, but I I, I know that there's the, I have I have some opinion that hasn't been formed yet around the different ways these themes are marketed, who uses them, maybe their their timeline of using them. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm curious. I'll be I'll be curious to see you know even in another year uh, what people who use these frameworks as products end up. End up whether they end up sticking with it or moving on or or, or what? Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, well, so, well, I mean, I could be proven wrong that maybe there's no artificial, maybe there's no ceiling for these uh, commercial frameworks, and maybe they can just keep growing and it's not a problem. But um, you know, just that ideal part of me keeps kind of nagging that hey, there's there's maybe there's a better way to go here. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I'm I'm not one of those people who won't pay for stuff. Like I I do, right. I do pay for stuff. I'm willing to pay for stuff, but I don't like. I'm not interested in a in a paid framework. I, yeah, you want to consider build myself a beginning developer, um, but I like. I guess there's just, and and this is kind of getting off topic a little bit. But one of my pet peeves this is a pet peeve of mine. With all Bring. of the 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 frameworks as products, I get annoyed seeing all of the tutorials for you know, product framework. So something that could have been, hey, here's how you, I don't know, do do galleries with um, WordPress. Here's how you do some cool, you know, gallery theme work. Uh, turns into, here's how to do 
gallery theme work for Genesis or for Thesis or for you know any of these other ones. Um, it's nothing against those frameworks themselves, but I get frustrated seeing those because, I mean, yes, that will work for the theme framework you're using, but why shouldn't it work and why can't it be, you know, um, sort of pitched and described and, and, and be taught as though it's a WordPress technique? Um, I, 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 yeah, does that make sense? Yeah, it's, it it's, does it's make a WordPress sense. tutorial. It's not, you know, um, well, it's, it, it's, mm. it's, it's like, here's how to make food. Here's how to make uh craft food. Like, <laughs> right. You, but you, you, what you know, if it says, here's how to customize your byline. That could be very framework specific. Uh, yes. I mean, there, there, yeah, yes, there are. Uh, and I can see how there would be framework specific stuff that would require, and there are, and I, and I think that's legitimate. I guess I see some that don't need to be, but they yeah. they become sort of communities into themselves in terms of talking about, hey, do you know how to use X framework to do X or Y or Z? It's like, yeah, but why don't you just talk about how to use WordPress to do that? I mean, that's what that's what it's using. They're just sort of, you know, a wrapper around that. Uh, I think that's I yeah. think that's that's the way I would describe it in the future is the difference between here's how to make food and here's how to make food using craft products. It's like, hey, okay, but you know, you can break down that recipe so it's non-craft food, right? You just take out all the, the brand names and trademark symbols, and you've got but food. Okay, I, I've got you now. Okay, food is a, me. food is a great example because yeah. I, I'm convincing myself more and more throughout this that I think frameworks can essentially be tossed into three categories. Where you, like I've said before, food example, uh -huh. you've got let's. Throw it in the microwave, okay? You know, it's something. <laughs> sure. Toss it in the microwave, and it's done, and it's uh -huh. beautiful. You know, it's you got it's a great. Theme. It's yeah, yeah. Well, you've yeah, and that's your that's your select options on mm -hmm. this big old list, and there's your customized theme that looks good for your site, and it it works right. great. It's very fast. I'm very jealous of those type of people. I've never really done that from a theme perspective, but sometimes I see it, and I'm like, man, that does look really good. Mm -hmm. Probably could do that in two hours, and Right. <laughs> save myself a lot of time but i'm more of a purist so right. the two levels i've had experience in there's okay well here's a parent theme that's kind of a blank slate uh the, every name in the book out there a pro prototype or a canvas or a genesis mm -hmm. you know they're all the same they're all kind of here's your here's your foundation that's probably another one a standard theme yeah i could mm -hmm. maybe keep going oh no um maybe. but yeah, anyway so so that, that's <laughs> there's your, too many to name. So you're yeah, saying so that's, that's like your, your craft, your Betty Crocker, your you know. Bio yeah, that's materials. your craft. That's your that's your uh, hamburger helpers. You know, <laughs> the materials. You, you buy the there. meat. You buy the meat separate, but all the seasoning comes in one packet, and you throw it in there, and you and you yeah, turn yeah. on the stove. Okay. All so right. that's your that's kind of your child themed scenario, and then you've got your true blue. You know, your people on Food Network that teach you how to do stuff and. Mm -hmm. Uh, and they're saying, get your sugar and get your flour and get your eggs and let's go make cookies, you know, right. or whatever you're making. Yes. Uh, and that's your drop-in framework where you're really mm -hmm. building from scratch. Okay. Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's a a, a crude but a fair breakdown. I think that's a fair. And way different to and different types of cooks like to do different type of stuff. Yes. And I would agree. You know, you got you got people that they're 
a working family. They don't have so, the time to do the whole thing. Can and I extend kinda, this now? Can I extend your, yeah, your metaphor? Yeah. So uh, the way I would extend this is um, in, you know, I mean, in food terms, we can talk about larger time spans. And obviously, those would shrink down when talking about software like we are now. But let's say um, uh, fast forward 300 years. Uh, are you necessarily – are you going to be able to follow the craft food instructions to make your food or will you be able to follow sort of the food purist method and say, hey, get your butter, you know, get your flour, get your bread? Like you see what I mean in terms of that's going to stand the test of time, but the directions and the materials you might have to get yourself might not. In other words, probably will Still not. Still trying to grasp 300 years. <laughs> And oh, I mean, in, you know, in a way to grasp that, we'll put it in reverse 300 years. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, yeah. You'd be my knight in shining armor 300 years ago. <laughs> totally different. This is a totally different well, landscape. Yeah, I mean, it, it would, you know, if you, if you go backwards, obviously that would break down because, you know, things like microwaves wouldn't even be there. So, uh, yeah, it's hard. I just read an article about this and it was like stuff said in, you know, 50 or 100 years ago that, Look at these idiots and what they said. And one of them was, you know, Einstein was like, "We'll never harness nuclear power" or something like that. And, you know, this is the genius of his time, and right. he was totally wrong. It happened thirty years later or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So no, I, I really, I think I really it's think, too. I, I think, I think your metaphor that, nails but. it. I think, uh, I think you need to to sit on that for a while because I think you proved my point entirely. <laughs> I think you 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 nailed it. Um, and here's part of it, though. The it's still going to be possible to sort of get the materials, follow the, the branded instructions, and make your you know make your craft food. But it just as likely will be another brand in 300 years, right? I mean, how many brands have changed, or have been sold, or bought into, or all those different things? And you well, know, for a brand to last time. 100 years, it's probably gone through multiple evolutions of itself. Probably. And I mean, we've seen, you know, I to think that, bring this back down to the WordPress level, we've seen WordPress theme shops being bought and sold in a year's time, you know, so that's obviously going to happen. Uh, absolutely. And that's, but that's part of the beauty of what WordPress is because well, you're sure. going to have new great. people with fresh ideas in an open source environment. So mm-hmm. that helps WordPress survive. So whatever you're building right. websites and blogging and everything is 10 years from now or 20 or 50, you know, that'd be amazing. But, you know, it's set up to where it can adapt to those different scenarios mm-hmm. because that's what we've done so far. In just eight years, we've adapted to different types of content creation. And WordPress itself isn't so strict. Excuse me, it's not so strict because it's open source and because of the p- type of platform it is. It's not so strict that it can't be different things to different people. So there can't be these three segments of people that want to microwave or mix together or build their meal from scratch. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be each of those things to each of those people based Absolutely. on the products that developers have created for it. Absolutely. How, but as a development tool, as something that calls itself a development tool or, say, you know, a primary uh, you know, food instructions or food uh, products or, or what have you, sustenance, it's a, a wiser choice to go with something that's going to definitely be around in 50 years versus something that might not. That was my whole point. That was the only way I was going with it. Everything else, I, we, we absolutely agree, and I think you would agree with me on that. Um, I do, and as I, I, I can also debate that because as long as you're con- – <laughs> 
this obviously as this long needs as... to be a, a post on the site tomorrow is get people talking about this. The, 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 tomorrow, the... It'll take weeks to put together. No, no, are you kidding me? No, the whole post will just be this this, food, this stupid food metaphor we've made. Uh, <laughs> let people tear that apart and argue about how stupid it is. Well, anyway. I think in a, in in the end, websites are going to change. Paint colors, what they're wrapped in what div they're in or that's mm-hmm. going to change yes but the words on the page as long as that stands the test of time then wordpress i think has done its job well sure yeah i mean Word, wordpress is fine no matter what uh we definitely have no no disagreements there well good we, we definitely did a good job turning away from or turning towards something more serious i think i think we nailed that uh, yeah i think we should force people to listen to this podcast. So, so clearly, the the point of this all was that Mojo Themes is the bacon, Themify <laughs> is, the, is the dessert, but they both need to be microwaved to make something worth eating. That's right. I mean, that's what I got from this. Bacon, bacon, some sort of a cake. You know, the bacon needs to be in the cake and then microwaved, and then we've got something. I haven't. We've got something that will last three hundred years. That's that's the. That's the moral of the story here, and I'm just glad we got. Well, that, that would once. be like a, that would be like a McDonald's sandwich. <laughs> Wait, oh boy, plenty of preservatives there. We came, like we came a, so far tonight. We we made a we made a journey. A, a McBiscuit. I don't even know McDonald's products. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't either. I'm, I'm proud of that. Mc, McBacon. Mm-hmm. So okay, uh, I think uh, we'll drive ourselves back to sanity here with picks. Um. This is how we wrap up uh, each podcast. <laughs> we share uh, something that we've used recently or something we like that um, we think others that use WordPress would also. And uh, Brian, do you have one? Can we start with you or should I go first? Well, Dave Yank from Freelance Gym just said McRib and I lost all train of thought. <laughs> Well, you can't pick a McRib. I think that would, unless you can metaphorically relate it to something in the WordPress I, world. It's a, it's now eleven o'clock Eastern time, and I've not had dinner, so a McRib oh, sounds it's tearing terrific. you up right now. Yeah, tearing me up. Well, I've got one. If but you'd like me to go me first, I, I can do that. No, I can go. I had a, I had a pick that I've had sitting out here uh, since we started this journey. Yes, um, and it's it's a it's a ebook. It's a book. It's a called jQuery Fundamentals. Uh, somebody sent this. I don't even know where I got it from, mm-hmm. so I apologize to that person. But mm-hmm. jqfundamentals.com slash book slash index.html. Not built on WordPress. What a shame. Oh. And it's a ebook that's basically the beginning. Work your way through uh, jQuery, but it's got tons of examples it looks like at least 100 examples plus 11 chapters of content it looks pretty legit mm-hmm. i've browsed through it seems pretty cool covers javascript basics jquery basics jquery core events effects ajax plugins kind of the whole shebang uh, so it, it seems like an interesting read i've definitely bookmarked it and uh, would be a nice jquery resource and searchable and all that good stuff so that's my pick Sounds like a good pick. Also, it reminds me of um, how jQuery is updated uh, in this next version of WordPress that's coming out in the next month or so. Uh, from, do you remember the version numbers that it jumps from? One point 
six point something. Is it to five? I think it might go to five. I think it. Mm. I think it's already right. gonna go. To yeah. Well, six. okay. <laughs> well, we'll we'll research it and get a post up about it. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, we know what we're talking about, but um, yeah. Anyway, we'll uh, uh need to get a post up about that. But yeah, jQuery. Um, I actually remember uh my first sort of experience with jQuery because. And I remember it because of my experience before it, which was me sitting down and saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to really, like, master this JavaScript thing. This was probably two and a half years ago or something like this. Uh, I'm going to really get this, you know, this time. You know, I'm going to really I'm gonna really grasp it. I've used it, but I don't really know the language as well as I know other languages. Sat down, spent, spent probably most of a weekend really uh, working with it. And then at the end of it, uh, to a developer friend of mine, I showed. I said, hey, check this out. Look at this thing that I made. Look at this this JavaScript code I wrote. And he looked at it, and he was like, Dude, what are you doing? I was like, "What do you mean? What, what, I, I got this. I mean, I, it's broken in some places, but like, I made this." He's like, "Let me show you something called a framework." Um, and you know, JavaScript Back framework. Uh, in this case, uh, jQuery uh, or prototype. I, I looked at a couple at the time. I tend to slide towards jQuery, but he showed how. Yeah, look at this thing that you took sixty lines to do. Uh, you can do this in one line, right? Like this, and. I was like, crap. So then I, you know, kind of devoted my time Did more you to cry? it. I, I didn't cry. I mean, I, I felt sort of proud. I was like, hey, you know, I'm glad I you know, know some some fundamentals instead of just, you know, jumping straight into uh, frameworks like that. But honestly, there are definitely some cases where, you know, there are definitely cases where a, J, a JavaScript framework is maybe too much or where it's not necessary and you can just use JavaScript to do it. But for most of the stuff that I do, uh, you know, jQuery is probably going to be loaded up anyway. <laughs> Um, it's way, way, way easier. Um, makes a lot more sense. So I, I approve of your of your jQuery learnings. Well, I just need to make stuff pretty. That's, I mean, you know, everything starts there. Um, okay, I have a pick. I'm actually going to go uh, go back on what I said I was going to do earlier because I, I actually want to highlight this one. This is a pick. It'll probably we'll probably have this post going up on the site in the next couple hours, but um, so it might already actually be up by the time this podcast goes up. Um, just like our last podcast, just like the last one. <clears throat> just had to uh, sneak it in there. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, this this plugin is it's a plugin. It's a WordPress plugin. It actually won't be out, and this is probably like fair boten in terms of you know picking things on the site. This won't be out for about another week, but it's it, it's pretty awesome, and I'm excited to use it. Um, myself and so and, and there's also another reason for, for showing it off which is that um, it has a sweet intro video uh, with music and some decent voiceover but really like some nice intro music some cool uh, sort of imagery that uh, for me as someone who spends a lot of time looking at WordPress themes and plugins I think it's about time everybody started doing this if you're releasing something just you know, intro make, video. Make a cool intro video with some music. It'll it'll make my it'll be make my research a little bit more fun. And I know that's what everybody I never wants. saw. I never saw the WP Candy Pros intro video. You know, you're really really <laughs> screwing up my pitch here. Uh, that, that's an excellent point. Um, <laughs> I'll take my own advice. Uh, so my pick is this thing called WordTwit Pro. Uh, which again isn't out yet. It's from Brave New Code, or it will be from Brave New Code. These are the guys behind. Uh, we've put up posts about them before, but off the top of my head, I don't remember. WP Touch. Is it Touch? Touch. 
Yes, WP Touch, uh, which has a pro piggy, was what I was trying to think of, which is an e-commerce uh, tracker or, or like a like a tracker, I believe, for um, WP e-commerce. So get shopped. Plug. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's completely unintentional. Uh, so that's what we've done a post for them before because it's like a WordPress-driven app or iPhone app, which is pretty cool. Uh, so now they've got this WordTwit Pro, which I'm going to play. Um, like I'll just I'll play it through here, kind of underneath. Uh, for those on the stream, they'll see it. Otherwise, uh, well, you'll hear it. <clears throat> okay, so just with that, like I don't Birds. care what you're doing. I, I like I want to find out more about it already. Like I'm if if that's the <laughs> beginning of your pitch to me, I'm like, okay, cool. What is it? Tell me more. Is it is it you know bacon theme? Like okay, fine. Tell me. Uh, <laughs> it's um as far as like what WordTwit actually is, um, and I'm gonna talk over the the guy in the in the video. Um, it is a Twitter or WordPress plugin that uh, sits like in your posting screen, and you can sort of craft a tweet and then schedule it right from there. Um, so out of WordPress, it'll sort of drive it. If you ever used anything, I think right now for WP Candy, we're using uh, Crowd Booster. Which is an app that uh, that I or web app that I like that kind of schedules uh, tweets in a cool way, um, but this particular plugin, when it's available, uh, will let you customize or use sort of the the, the default um, uh, you know tweet your post title thing, uh, but it'll let you in a pretty slick sort of tag driven way add hashtags and then my favorite part you can schedule out you can say tweet this you know in 30 minutes and then again once or twice in intervals of this many hours. Which is just really cool. Uh, that's not even, um, you know, I don't even see that really in much of the um, uh, tweet scheduling apps that I've looked at. So to be able to have that right in sort of the dashboard for us, at least for the number of times we publish uh, in a week, can can sometimes be quite a few. To have that right underneath the publishing box is going to be pretty sweet. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Um, it also has. Uh, this was later on the video. Um, we won't which won't show up on the stream because I'll probably clear it out here in a second. Uh, they show how multiple accounts are supported. So you can um, you can actually tweet it out via multiple accounts or can, like, set up a, a Twitter account that's, like, shared if it's a multi-author blog, which we are. Um, yeah. Basically, as far as Twitter plugins go, this one looks pretty much perfect for what I typically use Twitter with with WordPress. So I'm psyched about this. It's my... It's my um, what would it be? It's my... Um, it's not posthumous because posthumous is after the fact. It's it's my sort of your pre pick. It's my it's like a pre pick. Yeah, that'd be. Uh, yeah, it's it's my uh, my pick. That's a dumb advance. way to say it. It's my pick in advance. There we go. Now it's got there a catchy go. name. Otherwise so known as an advance pick. Advance pick. Uh, my future pick. Boom. Done. Uh, future pick is WordTwit Pro. Um, you know just. Check out ooh pre oh there from the chat room even better prenatal pick, that's that's far better <laughs> in terms of you know if if we're looking for really just graphic disturbing <laughs> verbs, um or verbs uh, adjectives that would be <laughs> that would be one to go with uh, future pick might be slightly nicer <laughs> than prenatal uh, so we'll have uh, of course news on the site when they launch that uh, looks like um you know it'll probably you know cost something but um hey <laughs> just like we were talking about sometimes you have to pay if you want uh, to microwave your tweets yeah. in your wordpress dashboard that's that was the 
basically the whole, the That's whole right. episode. Yeah. I think they were in on a conversation where me and you were talking we were complaining basically about the custom post type system that I guess you built. Uh oh yeah, no. The, the, there's I mean we were just saying man it'd be yeah, how awesome would it be if it was in the post editor but you know yeah. and native to WordPress and got to do this stuff and mm-hmm. then there yeah. it is. Yeah, so no, I, I basically what you're saying perfect. is I built like a third of what or like a like a tenth of what this thing does and then I got tired and moved on. Yeah, not even a third. I didn't even build a third. Yeah. Uh, so this would be cool. And I, I would I would hope I'm actually not sure um I'm not I'm not sure why necessarily it would be beneficial to make them custom post types, but why not? You know, I'm, I'm, we'll just have to see once uh, once WordTwit is out. We'll have to play around with it and see how it's actually built. But yeah, um, yeah. So that's that is my pick. Uh, and I think, gosh, I mean, there there can't be anything else for us to do on this podcast, right? That's got to be it. Oh, I think we've already worn out all our <laughs> I mean, viewers. I mean, it's uh, um, hold on, I've got to. Uh, this is no. This is just like I ruined the beginning. I gotta. I gotta ruin the end by like saying what I'm doing. <laughs> it, it, for the people that are listening to this, this is the first. Let me go. <laughs> song and fade the volume and stuff. Exactly. That's what I'm doing, because this is the first time I've been able to channel outside sound into both the Skype call that I'm in and out to the stream and get it all recorded in a in a really nice, neat package. So, um, it will require like none of my time to edit everything down and get everything prepped. It's actually all going to be together in one piece, which is cool. So we can have this going on while we close up the show, which is just cool, right? I mean, that's just neat. It's very neat. It's probably mostly just fascinating for me um, and my crazy now overcomplicated setup that I'll have to duplicate every week. But aside well, from work, that, work really hard so you can be lazy later. Exactly. That's the plan. So uh, you're going to go enjoy your preheated, microwaved uh, Betty Crocker McRib um, in your hotel or whatever you're mm-hmm. doing. And uh, I will hopefully see you and talk to you again later. Uh, next week, maybe, we'll hit another podcast. Hope so. Hope so. Um, Alrighty, righty. Uh, you can follow uh, Brian at, at Krogsgard on Twitter. I'm at Ryan Immel. And, of course, you should follow the site itself at WP Candy. And I think that's it. Right, Brian? That's it. Have a good one. All right. See you guys.